0: I wonder how you're actually going at the moment. Are you feeling more optimistic or pessimistic about life? I don't know for you, but sometimes it depends on the day and even the minute as to how optimistic I'm feeling or how pessimistic I'm feeling about how things are going. And I think we can all be like that sometimes. Sometimes we can be like things are going really well and we're focused on the positive we're being really optimistic about things. And at other times, seeing the good can be really, really tough. And all we can see is the bad things in life. But I really want to encourage you today that I want us to be people that as we look at God's word this morning, that we can be really optimistic in what we see. As you know, we're looking at um, the book of First John. And so um, I'm going to be reading from First John Chapter 2, verses 15 to 27. So if you've got your Bibles and want to open it, that would be fantastic. I actually love using PowerPoint normally when I speak. And so I made up a PowerPoint for this morning. But I thought it'd be a bit tricky if all you saw was a PowerPoint and my talking voice over it and not see me. So I had to decide whether you saw me or the PowerPoint. And so I chose me. Um, which isn't normally my normal stance. I normally would rather you not see me, um, but I think that might be more easier for everybody. So, But I'm going to use the PowerPoint for my own benefit anyway, so I'll get the benefit of the PowerPoint, even though you guys won't. Sorry about that. But 1 John 2, 15 to 27, this is what it says. Do not love the world or anything in the world. If anyone loves the world, love for the Father is not in them. For everything in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life comes not from the Father, but from the world. The world and all its desires pass away, but whoever does the will of the Father lives forever. Dear children, this is the last hour, and as you have heard that the Antichrist is coming, even now many Antichrists have come. This is how we know that it is the last hour. They went out from us, but they did not really belong to us. For if they had belonged to us, they would have remained with us. But their going shows that, they, that none of them belong to us. But you have an anointing from the Holy One, and all of you know the truth. I do not write to you because you do not know the truth, but because you do know it, and because no lie comes from the truth. Who is the liar? It is whoever denies that Jesus is the Christ. Such a person is the Antichrist, denying the Father and the Son. No one who denies the Son has the Father. Whoever acknowledges the Son has the Father also. As for you, see that what you have heard from the beginning remains in you. If it does, you will also remain in the Son and in the Father. And this is what he promises us, eternal life. I'm writing these things to you about those who have been trying to lead you astray. As for you, the anointing you receive from Him remains in you. And you you do not need anyone to teach you. But as His anointing teaches you about all things, and as that anointing is real, not a counterfeit, just as it has been taught to you, remain in Him.
1: As we're reading those verses, I wonder what stood out to you. Which bits of the verses are you hoping that I'm going to
0: focus on this morning? Do you hope that it's going to be about the Antichrist and who the Antichrist is and making sure that we can be aware of not falling into the lies that the Antichrist talks about? If that's who you're hoping I'm going to speak about today, you'll be disappointed because I'm not. I actually felt like God made it really clear to me as I was reading this passage and as I've been looking at it over the last three weeks or so, that knowing that we have that there are people that deny Jesus, knowing that there are people that lie and can take us away from the truth is really important. It's important that we know that. It's important that we are, we're aware of that. But it's much more important that we actually focus on who God is and what God has to say to us than what other people, or the the other people who may be trying to lead us astray. It is a bit about being optimistic or pessimistic. The normal thing that we talk about is like a glass half full, or half empty. What are we going to focus on? Are we going to focus on the fact that we have water, or are we going to focus on the fact that there is no water in the top half? And there can be importance in focusing on both. But this morning I think God really wants us to be encouraged and really focus on the things that he's given us and not on the, the things that aren't real. There's a saying about a bank, and this bank was really, really good at being able to tell which notes were real and which notes were counterfeit. And so people from all around the world would go and find out how these banks could know what, bank, what notes were real and what bank notes were counterfeit. And what they found out was the way that they found out what was real and what was not, was not by focusing on the counterfeit notes, but knowing the real notes so well
1: that anything that wasn't true, they could easily pick up on. There are so many lies that we can be told. So many lies that we can actually fall into so many things that people who are not of God try and take us away from God. But
0: God wants us to focus on who he is and what he has to say. I wonder, do you ever question if God can use you? Or if God is using you? Do you sometimes look at people and think, Oh, I wish I had those gifts. I wish I had those abilities. I wish God could use
1: me like that person is being used. In this passage, we find some really good news. Let me read to you 1 John
0: two twenty to 21 again. It tells us this. But you have an anointing from the Holy One, and you know the truth. I do not write to you because you do not know the truth, but because you do know it, and because no lie comes from the truth. I'm pretty sure that nearly everybody that is here today is a disciple of Jesus.
1: And because you're a disciple of Jesus, 1 John makes it really clear that you have an anointing from God. I want you to stop and think about that for a moment. The Holy One, Jesus himself, has anointed you. And this is an anointing that wears off over time. This word anointing is actually an
0: ongoing anointing. Sometimes in the Bible it does talk about an anointing that is for a moment or for a situation, but the anointing that it's talking about in 1 John is not an anointing that comes and goes. That God actually has a plan and a purpose and has given
1: you all that you need to achieve his purposes. And this anointing is not from
0: Matt or Nathan or I, your pastor, saying, hey, guys, God's given you
1: something. It's actually from God himself. So if God himself has anointed us, then us questioning whether we can be used by God is actually a lie. There should be no question because we have actually been anointed by God himself. Verse 20 also tells you that all of you know the truth. Now the reason that John can
0: say all of us know the truth is because he's talking to disciples. And that's who all we are today. We can sometimes get so caught up in worrying about what we don't have, worrying about what we don't know, that we forget what we do know, we forget what we do have. Verse 27 tells us, as for this, the anointing you received from him remains in you, and you do not need anyone to teach you. But as his anointing teaches you above all things, and as that anointing is real and not counterfeit, just as it has taught you, remain in him. So this anointing that we've been given is really simply the Holy Spirit. And if we have the Holy Spirit remaining in us, then we have all that we need to bring glory and honour to God. The doubts that we have need to actually come under the truth of God's word and the truth of God's word is this. You have all that you need to be
1: all that God has called you to be. I don't know about you, but I have struggled with that concept There's been times when I actually have thought that God would rather use anybody else but me.
0: I've heard time and time again about how we are the body of Christ and that every part is needed in the body of Christ. But I'd come up with a solution as to how that could be true, but what I believed could still be true. And that is I used to believe that I was the appendix. Now, an appendix in the body is useful, but if the appendix is taken out of the body, it's not it really, doesn't make much difference to the body. We can all live without an appendix. But that was such a lie, and it crippled me for so long. Time and time again, I would step into the things of God, and then I would doubt myself. Or God would speak to me, and I'd think to myself, Mm, the person probably wouldn't want to hear from me. I'll pray and ask God to give that word, to give that encouragement, to give that thought to somebody else, because I believed that other people were more anointed than I
1: was. John makes it really, really clear that the anointing that you receive from him remains in you.
0: It doesn't come and go, but because we are disciples of God, we have been given an anointing from God. And that anointing is a Holy Spirit, which means that we have everything that we need for the
1: life that he has called us to. And so when lies come along, we actually know the truth. And we have the ability
0: to be able to know what is lies and what is not lies.
1: And so we don't need to worry about an Antichrist coming if we remain in Christ. We don't need to worry about people trying to deceive us because we will remain in Christ.
0: This word remain is used many times in these verses that we're looking at today. It says, What you've heard from the beginning remains in you, in verse 24. Also in verse 24 it tells us, you will also remain in the Son and in the Father. Verse 27 says, the anointing you receive from him remains in you. Again in verse 27, it tells us to remain in him. So our job is to remain in Jesus. Our job is to be a disciple of Jesus who actually remains in the truth of who he is. And remains, what does that mean? It actually means that we are consistently thinking and acting and knowing and being in who God is, in his word, in his community, among people that actually can speak truth into our lives and remind us of the truth. That's how we actually remain in Jesus. And when we remain in Jesus, we have all that we need for the life that God has for us. And so the questions or the doubts that come should only come for a minute before we remain and remember the truth of who Jesus is. Because of our salvation, because of the Holy Spirit, we have been anointed for every
1: good work. John is telling the disciples here in First John, the hey, that is the
0: Antichrist. There are people who are denying who Jesus is. And they're trying to lead you
1: astray. But your job isn't to worry about them. We actually need to focus on who Jesus says we are.
0: We need to remember who God is. We need to remember that we have been given salvation. We have been given the Holy Spirit. And when the Holy Spirit is within us, we can see what is true and what is lies. We can be so bound up sometimes doubting ourselves, doubting are we being anointed, are we being anointed by God, do we have the right gifts. God wants us to walk in freedom. And freedom comes from remembering who God says he is, remembering that we have been anointed not by a person, not by a situation, but by the Holy One himself. And the anointing is an ongoing anointing doesn't come and go. But if you're a disciple of Jesus, if you remain in him, being if you live a life that actually is focused on the things of God, then questioning whether God will use you doesn't need to come into the picture. Doubting who God says you are doesn't need to come into the picture because we can actually have freedom to know that we are anointed by God and by God himself. And I don't know about you, but that is brilliant news. It is so great to know that we don't have to actually doubt ourselves. We don't actually have to doubt who God is and if he wants to use us or not. But 1 John makes it really clear. As for you, the anointing you have received from him remains in you.
1: And his anointing teaches you about all things. And this anointing is real, it is not counterfeit.
0: It's not something that you have made up. It's not something that disappears. It is something that is constant, it is something that is real, and it is something that comes from God himself. And when we know that, the freedom that that brings us means that we can actually live a life not bound up, not worried about the lies, not worried about being deceived, but we can actually focus on who God is on his plans and purposes and in helping everybody know and receive the anointing that we have received because this anointing is for everybody. It's an anointing. It's the Holy Spirit that comes from Jesus himself. So we don't need to question it. We don't need to worry about losing it. We can actually walk in the freedom that God has given us. To live in freedom, knowing that we are anointed by him. To not be so caught up in doubt and not be so caught up in in being worried about his God using us or not using us, but actually be able to go, hey, I am anointed by God himself. I know the truth. And because I know the truth and I know that I'm anointed, I don't have to actually have doubt. I don't have to have, actually have to have worry. I can actually rely on the spirit within me because I've been anointed, not just for a moment, not just for a second, but for can all time. And not just that, but I have the same anointing as whoever it is that I look up to, whoever it is that I'm jealous of, whoever it is that I wish I could be like, I actually have the same anointing as them. And so let's be people who know that we're anointed by God, who don't get fearful and worried about people deceiving us, and leading us astray, but knowing that because we are anointed, because we have the Holy Spirit, that we actually know the truth. And we can walk in freedom, we can help others
1: walk in the freedom, because the anointing is there for everybody. Thanks, guys.